hereditary. Hereditary. Hereditary is what we're talking about today. Because we're doing everything backwards. <laughs> Pretty and much. we're reviewing a movie from two, three years ago, I think. Right. We figured, you know what I mean, 2020, year of clear vision, it's time to maybe turn back the clock and just... Think a little bit about the movies that came before. All right, look, we were supposed to see Underwater. That didn't work out with our schedules, and who cares? Joe's schedule. Anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, whatever. We'll see it eventually. Maybe in two years, we'll watch that one and yeah. then review that one. Yeah, who knows? But today we're talking about Hereditary, which is Ari Aster's, um, <laughs> uh, his first big deal movie, like his first big feature that came out. That's right. And we're big, I think we're, I think it's fair to say we're big fans of his by now. Yes, big fan. And I'm a big fan of his uh, cinematographer who, uh, pa pa I'm going to mispronounce this, Paul Pogorzelski. <laughs> I, I listened to a, a podcast with him and I'm just <laughs> awful at pronouncing names. Um, but he is just incredible. He does such cool stuff. Ah, uh, show prep, folks. You can't beat it. <laughs> you just can't beat it. Um, okay, so Hereditary, if you haven't seen, we recommend you do because we're about to ruin it for you and it's yes. very good. Yes, we are. We're spoilers, guys. Spoilers! Now, Lily, I've seen, I saw this movie uh, a while ago. Right. I just saw it for the first time like two nights ago at like 2 a.m. And then I had to watch several episodes of Parks and Rec just to go to sleep because <laughs> it creeped me out. Um, but it's, so it's basically about... It's a very creepy, strange movie that is essentially about a family in mourning. Right. Um, the but, grandmother right. died at the beginning. Right. The grandmother died basically before we open. And then Tony Collette is the daughter of her. And they seem to have a weird relationship. And she's got a husband and two kids that she's trying to like take care of and, and basically get through this time. Yes. She has a, 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 a son, a... a Husband and the weirdest looking little girl ever. That's and I don't want to be mean, but let's, <laughs> but you are. <laughs> let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> let's not play games. Right? But it's so beyond her looking. She, something's off about her. Clearly, she keeps doing this weird click of her tongue, like mm. every five mm. seconds. So then, which is kind of cool because then every time you hear that throughout the movie, it's like, oh, she's. Bad. I want to say something about that because I I kind of know a behind the scenes fact about that. Do it. What is it? Well, not yet. We got, well, let's. Let's spoil what the what the big thing about the movie is. Now. Okay, so so basically, um, Tony Collette and her mom had a weird relationship, and there's this weird cult element to the movie. The mom was in a cult, and there's it's. This is similar to Midsummer in that it's a it's a heavy movie. There's a lot going on, so to give a general right, yeah. gist of it is a little tough. No, it's uh, odd. They both have cults, but Midsummer really wasn't a science fiction film. Or, I mean, not, not a science fiction, but it didn't have, like, supernatural elements, even though there was a lot of fantastical imagery going on. But, the, right, but, and with this one, with Hereditary, it does imply a lot of supernatural stuff, but I would argue that by the end, we learn that there is not supernatural things going on. Really? That it is, I would argue that <clears throat> Tony Collette is doing some of these things are done by Tony Collette because as we saw as we learned she sleepwalks she almost killed her kids because mm. she like covered them all in paint thinner and almost burned them to death when she was sleepwalking yeah. and, and um sounds like my last family um but also the cult so the grandmother was part of this cult that basically believes in I think it's like a demon. It's a one of the king, king, one of the nine kings from hell. King Paimon. Paimon, yes, yeah. Um, and they believe that he needs to basically be in in a body. He needs a new body. A to, male a host. host, right? Okay. And the little girl, when the grandmother dies, she says, like in the very beginning, 
grandma wanted me to be a boy. And it's basically clear that like, while she is Tony Collette's daughter, the mother, the grandmother, kind of took over and started, she breastfed the granddaughter. She kind of took care of her instead of Tony Collette. So it's almost like she was breeding her for this, but she always wished that she was a boy. But what is it, breeding her for what, Lily? Because you know, the audience may be lost. To be, I know, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you should have seen it. Uh, to be to be the host for King Paimon. Hmm. Um, mm. Well, not, not, not necessarily. What I took from it is that Charlie, which is the girl's name, Yes, thank Her, you. She is... King... She's born, basically, she, with that. Yeah, she is King Payman. That's... Yeah. But what the cult is trying to do, uh, and trying to orchestrate, is uh, basically killing her as a, as a body, and putting that soul, that spirit of King Payman, into... I forget what the son's name, but they want to put it in his body. Right, yes. Um, and they succeed, by the way, in the end. Yeah, but that's the thing but is the, yeah, the, the thing that's really interesting, mm. which is almost, just so sad. I felt so, I, I felt so sad for the son. Like he was, he might have been my, the the son and the father. Like mm. I just felt so bad for all of them, honestly. But is it? And it's it's hard because he he kind of leaves it up to your imagination. Like it's implied that the the grandmother is thought to have um, basically multiple personality disorder. That's what Tony Collette says at one point. Mm -hmm. And the, the, her Tony Collette's brother killed himself because his mom was trying to put people inside of him. Is what he said. Yeah. So she thinks that he was crazy too. And the whole movie is called Hereditary. So it implies that there is this sort of mental illness going through all of them. So part of me goes, did this really happen? Is this really a thing? Is King Paimon real? Or is this cult basically taking advantage of a family that has mental illness? And does, is, is, that, is King Paimon really in the sun now? Or is the sun just in this weird, he is kind of having a multiple personality kind of thing too now, you mm. know? So that's what I wasn't really sure of by the end. But I think we, so you don't trust the visuals in this movie because we do see things But that... we always see it from their perspective. It's always like a shot, a, a kind of close-up shot of the person seeing it mm -hmm. and then it happening. It's never like we come upon it and we just see this weird thing happen. It's like we see it from their point of view. And I'm not saying I, I don't believe it. I'm just saying it's it's hard to tell. I, I almost can't decide, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, we do see Tony Collette on the ceiling. That, that. Banging her head, which is the, one of, by the way, the most striking visual in the movie, oh and a full of striking visuals to me. I, I can't get that out of my head. To that this day. one, I thought was incredible. But to be honest, I thought this movie was filled with visuals. I thought it was shot so beautifully and symbolically. The lighting, every, I thought, I just thought it was done so so well. And it has a really active background. You have to be looking at every part yes. of what the, the what's on the screen, not even, just what's in the foreground. Even in the the dinner scene, like in all the all the them eating in their dining room scenes, mm -hmm. it's the wides are shot where there is this one beam that looks like it's holding up the whole house. Like, mm -hmm. it's not, and it's obviously like, you know, the, the whatever, it's not structurally important, but it's it's this one beam that almost implies like, everything is about to collapse. Like, they are holding on by mm -hmm. one thing. I just, I thought it was so, so well done. And I mean, let's just sidebar really quick. Tony Collette's performance. I didn't care for it. You fucker, <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I thought she did such a good, I thought they all did very, very well. Um, oh, but, but okay, back to back to the paranormal thing. Mm -hmm. So, I was implied, and I did a little background research, and Ari Aster kind of implied <laughs> from the vague, <laughs> uh, from the vague, whatever that I read, that 
basically this was the cult kind of led them to this like this was always going to happen kind of thing like regardless of how Tony Collette kind of handled it it was always kind of in the making and we find out because the woman that uh tries to basically make her feel better after her daughter is killed because Charlie is killed. Yes, Charlie um, is killed in one. In the fucking harshest way. So you want to talk about visuals. Mm -hmm. The head on the road with the ants. Do you remember, you know something, when I, the first time I saw, like, after the decapitation, which happens off screen. Uh, but, she, but it happens off screen, but you feel it, and it's so, like, oh. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's so gut-wrenching. Yeah. And, like, there was a scene like, they're not going to, I guess they're not going to show the head. Right. And then they show and the head. And then they show it. But I really but like. But more, 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 like, you know, more uh, striking in that scene. And going back to Toni Collette's performance, she even performs well off screen. There's a scream that she gives oh. when she discovers her daughter's body. Yeah. And, and, and she yelling, I want to die. I just want to die. I cried. Oh, oh. my God. Um. But to, so okay. So before I go back to that, um, it's it's um it's the, it's a it's a comedy. It's fun. It's, it's hilarious. No, but I love how Ari Aster, uh, the I'm he follows the sun. Yeah, come on, man. Let's let's keep it profesh. No more slurping. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm gonna drink coffee too. Oh, it's gonna speak loud. Let me just do something. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. All right, folks. <laughs> All right, folks. You're welcome. Uh, how he stayed. Basically, the sun is driving the car, and the Charlie is having an, an anaphylactic shock. Right. In the backseat and he's speeding trying to get to her. There's a deer, there's a dead deer or something in the middle of the road and he swerves. She leans her head out the window because she's trying, she's gasping for air and basically she, she, they hit a pole and she gets decapitated. But it cuts away to him and he stops the car and it stays with him. And it's him. He and there's this one. It oh, he goes to look in the rearview mirror, and then he doesn't. Like he can't handle it. Like the way that it's shot, I thought was so smart. Like oh, I just thought it was so great. And and, and it falls him. And then it he drives home. Just drives home. And he gets, gets out, out of the car, and he goes inside. And we never, we never, he never investigates what's there because he knows what happened, and he just can't even bear to look at it. And then and then he's lying in bed the next morning, and Tony Collette goes to the car, and we hear her scream. I've never been in a situation that it was as tragic as that, but when he's lying in the bed, I have identified with, and I don't, they don't say this, they never say it, but I, I do feel like it's generating a feeling of, like, have, have you ever had something really terrible happen in your mm -hmm. life, and you go to bed, and you're just like, you know what, it's just a dream, it's gonna be over it's gonna pass when i wake up right. but it doesn't right that. yeah that's kind of how it felt or like if i almost if i just pretend that it's not real mm -hmm. it won't be real and it won't have happened um because he can't even face it i just thought it was so good and his performance um i something wolf is his name um wolf dixon is that his name no you're <laughs> full of shit <laughs> why are you like this um what's uh hereditary what What's his name? Let's do a little research. A little search research. Uh, uh, just for uh, His name is Alex Wolf. Okay. So and his Peter is his name in the, in the movie. Peter. Mm, Peter. I thought it was Peter or something. Seems like you did, the way you yeah. suggested that earlier. All right. Um, no, but okay. So back to the, the paranormal thing. So I, he basically implied that the cult has done most of this. The cult digs up the body, puts the... Puts the of oh, the grandmother's body. Right, the yeah. grandmother's body who they find in the attic with her, she's decapitated, whatever, whatever. But the two things, and most of it, I was thinking, Tony Collette is also suffering from multiple personality disorder, right? Mm -hmm. And so things are happening that to us seems like she's not doing it, but she is doing it. So who is she? Who else is she besides herself that, you make, that makes you think that? 
anybody. I think that people have multiple trip personalities where I don't think that it has to be King Paymon. I don't think that it has to be a specific person. I think that sometimes people, it's like a dissociation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're regular, you're normal, but you're also kind of this other person who thinks these other things. And she said she sleepwalks and she does things that she wouldn't, why would she cover her kids in paint thinner and go to burn them? You know, that's not something she would normally do, but in her sleepwalking state, this other version of her would. But the, the one thing, so she goes to burn the book, right? The book that has the daughter's drawings and she goes to throw it in the fire and then she sees that she's burning as she throws the thing in the fire. So she goes to her husband and she's like, you have to burn it. You need to burn it. And I thought that performance was so great, especially her like just playing way, off as of As much as I felt bad for everybody in the movie, I identify probably most with the husband. He's really not... <laughs> he just doesn't want to deal with this shit. This is... I didn't... I disagree. I think that he was doing the best that he could do. Mm. Like, I think that he was really trying to keep his family together. I think that he's a tough ass. Like, I think he's like a hard ass kind of guy. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't a, like even, there was a couple times where I was like, okay, he's being a little harsh to his kids when their grandmother just died. But it seems like their grandmother was kind of weird anyway. But yeah. like, he tries to talk to his wife. He tries to reason with her. He, he goes to pick up the son. He's scared that his son is hurt. He's mad at the wife because the son is hurting himself because of what the wife is doing. Like, I really felt bad, very, very bad for him. But she asks him to throw the book in the fire. He doesn't. He says, I'm not basically, I'm not doing with you this, this with you anymore. She throws the book in the fire and then he burns. That was the one part, like her in the ceiling was a little confusing to me, but I was also like, okay, maybe, maybe it's just like a visual thing. But him burn, the fact of him burning, I couldn't tell what happened. That was the one part I was like, I, did I, she burn know, him? I didn't like that part. Did the cult burn him? That's the one part of this movie I will say I don't like because it breaks its own logic. That's That was my issue. It was like around that area, I just felt like up to this point, everything is like, okay, this could actually be happening or this could be in her mind. Okay, this could actually be happening or it could be like, this could be whatever, like it could be either or. And in those moments, I was like, okay, you're making a decision that it's this, which I guess isn't bad, but... It, it did. It felt like it broke the logic. I didn't understand why he burned and she didn't, or... It seems like it just... It was just an excuse to have a, 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 a shocking visual and B, move the story along. I mean, I appreciated the moving the story along. Like, on that aspect, I was like, oh, okay, like, I vibe with this. But the logic of it, I didn't understand. Like, there, I couldn't find a, a reason that that happened other than, like, the, oh, the cult wants him dead because he's getting in the way kind right. of thing, you know? Um, did you like this movie? I did. I preferred this, I think, to Midsummer. You know what? I think in my, our Midsummer review, I said I preferred Midsummer to this, and I think I changed my mind. Because I like Midsummer, but this, I like how I like that it's like not for me personally because whatever. But I felt like the location of it, the, it's, it's a family. It just felt more close to home, which made it feel a little creepier, as opposed to like this thing where these people go to a, a foreign location and experience this weirdness. Like, I thought that was cool and a very different way to tell an almost, not a similar story, but a, an interesting thing. Um, yeah. Boy, Ari Aster really does like to make ladies scream on camera. He does, but he it's so well, done so well. I also really like, so Toni Collette's character, she builds uh, miniature models. Mm. Like, that's her thing. It's almost like that's her art. That's how she gets through right. things. So every situation, she starts building these little models. But they would do this cool thing where they would, like, zoom in on a little model, and then it would be their house. Yeah, and like, it would turn into a room, and then that room would become a scene. Right. It was, it was very neat and cool. Um, I thought it was flashy. I didn't really like it. Oh, you really? You didn't like it? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't like about this movie. It's, you know, it's just... Get, like what? 
Just get to the point. Enough of this silliness. <laughs> Do you like movies, Joe? <laughs> no, I thought that was cool. But uh, um, I liked, and the music I thought was really, really good. Uh, and you, I really enjoyed it. Um, in our recap episode, do you get what I, like where I was coming from? Because like, this this and Midsummer have this similar theme in their music, of like this swelling like gloriousness of a score, like as opposed to like a creepy factor that's really at play in, uh, toward the end of the movie. Wait, repeat when, that. When like the I'm talking about the music, the mm. use of music. Do you like the the classical like glory that that music has? When it, especially when Peter is turning into Payman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really scary. The like the 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 horns are sort of like signaling something. Like it's like a a real song for like a king becoming a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they said that I was because I was listening to a podcast with the cinematographer, and he said that basically um, they would do certain things with the lighting. And mid just a tangent for Midsummer, they would do certain things where throughout the movie it gets a little like her skin almost changes, like the color of her skin, the bright the the um, I can't think of the right word, but it's it's like this, it becomes kind of beautiful in a weird way and like gets more like that. It's very, very subtle. Um, uh, I have, so I'll remember there was one scene where the little girl, and that's the little, Charlie is basically, she has King Payman inside of her or whatever, she's born with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, there's a dead bird outside and she cuts the bird's head off. Mm-hmm. And that's like part of her thing. She, then she goes. Right, and <laughs> she goes fucking. Um, when I was little, I brought up there was a dead bird on our porch, and I brought it inside because I was like, "Oh, this is like sad. Like, what do we do with this, right?" Mm-hmm. And my dad immediately freaked out and yelled at me. <laughs> I was like, "Don't ever touch birds!" Oh, uh, when I was a kid, I saw this like this baby bird that had fallen out of a tree, and I was with my dad, and it, it was injured. It was still alive, but it was kind right. of injured. And I wanted to help, and my dad said, "Nah, just leave it," and we just left. It made me starve to death or something. Wow, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, there was, uh, sorry, this movie was, it was a little over two hours, and it had a lot going on, so I just, I have more <laughs> to say about it, I guess. What was my fact about, the, oh, the clicking. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This isn't really a fun fact, because I don't remember. Wow, I don't way know, to sell it. I don't remember any of the specifics. Apparently, there's something with that noise that is associated in lore with King Payment. Really? Yeah, something about him making clicking noise. That's interesting. Yeah, um, apparently it'd be more interesting if I had. If like, you had the information, yes. but there was there was also there were certain words on the wall that were written that there were like uh, like satiny or whatever and uh, something pandemonium and like these weird kind of spell words that apparently are taken from old lore, like uh, that he tried to like actually look up and kind of connect. Yeah, Ari Aster and and Ra, or what's his name? Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm. Roger Eggers. Roger Eggers, I think. Roger Eggers. They really are guys who do their, their homework and their research when it comes to creating um, uh, anything that's based on like any kind of ancient lore. Mm-hmm. Which I really, really appreciate. Um, there was this other thing which I couldn't tell if it was on purpose or if it was just like they had to redo when Tony Collette goes to, after her mother dies, before Charlie dies, she goes to basically like uh, grief, grief counseling or grief like a like an anonymous group, kind of like Griefs Anonymous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's telling this, she's talking about her feelings about her mom, but there's this her vo- her, the audio keeps disconnecting. Mm-hmm. It, like and maybe I I could have just maybe maybe it was late, maybe I was whatever, but. She is talking, she's telling the story, 
it's synced, it's synced, it's synced, it's out of sync, it's out of sync, it's out of sync, it's in sync, it's synced, it's synced, it's out of sync, it's out of sync, it's synced. Like, like it would have just just for that part. So I don't know if they just had to fix it, but it even if they did have to fix it, it really worked for the scene because this movie does so many weird things like that. So it felt like just kind of like she's almost out of sync with herself and stuff like that. Um, yeah, because then she's in sync and then... Uh, and then weird. she's Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, fuck you. You were going to make that joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Joke You're welcome. Um, um, oh, he also really likes... I've noticed he really likes triangles. Like triangles are a big thing in Ari Aster's movies. Like there was a lot of that shape. Mm-hmm. Even in the house, the, the tree house or whatever I think is a triangle. Yeah. The last shot of the movie is a triangle like oh, Midsummer. I didn't really notice the triangle. But you're, yeah, no, I think about it, you're probably right. Well, you might not have seen, um, you probably haven't seen this one since before you saw Midsummer, right? Yeah. Do, so you, ever, that's, do, that's you, do you ever see a short movie, Triangles? <laughs> it's, it's animated and it's like a bunch of it's, like a, <laughs> it's, it's fun it's actually a lot of fun it's just a family but they're all like triangles they're all triangles but they're happy they're having a really good time everything's I'm, good I'm a little tuckered out today folks <laughs> and it makes me silly sometimes um this doesn't have anything so now I'm just okay so okay so Charlie is allergic to nuts that's why she's going into anaphylactic shock <laughs> <laughs> she's a little girl, you pervert. Um, I know. Uh, no, I'm just saying she's allergic to nuts. Go on. Go on, please. Uh, and she didn't have her EpiPen. Do you? Are you allergic to things? I'm allergic to uh, penicillin. That's Do you it. have an EpiPen? No. No, because why the fuck would you have penicillin? You're not going to eat penicillin at all. Yeah. <laughs> Penicillin also, by the way. Oh, no. um, <laughs> oh. Uh, But that's good that you're... Whatever. All right. Um, <laughs> it's good that you're allergic to penicillin. Are you allergic to anything? I don't think so. But probably I'll one day just die because I think I'm fine. Uh, um, she doesn't have an EpiPen. Oh, but somebody said to me something the other day, like that there's different kinds of EpiPens, which I thought was interesting. I guess it makes sense. What would you, you give this movie out of 10? <laughs> Why do you like this, dude? Um, uh, da, 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 da. I have other notes to say, so I will say them before right. I give it a rating. No, do more on the EpiPen. So that was that was some good. Fuck you! <laughs> that wasn't as I was saying it. You ever, you ever start telling a story and you're like, "Wow, this sucks." Yeah, I mean, I've I've been witness to that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> During the course of our interaction, <laughs> In the course of our friendship, it's terrible. Um, do do do. Uh, Folks, Lily's just scrolling through her notes right I now. I am. I'm scrolling through my notes because Joe doesn't have anything else to say. You want to know why? Because Joe didn't take any fucking notes. <laughs> that's right. Thanks, right. Joe. And who... Did somebody... <laughs> wait, did maybe somebody recommend that you take notes? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I did. I recommended you take notes. Well, maybe I... And you didn't. And that's why you're always like, okay, we've been talking for two minutes. Bye. <laughs> see. All right. <laughs> all right. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Folks, you know, it's not all about notes. Some, somebody's got to bring the funny. <laughs> somebody's also supposed to bring the energy, but I think I forgot to do that today. Uh, I think you have the same backpack as my mom does. Oh, uh, it's because I am your mom. What? What's up, son? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my good gosh. Um, oh, oh, oh. The one thing. So, so Ari Aster also really likes naked people. Because everybody oh, yeah. at the cult is all naked at He the likes end. fat, gross, middle-aged naked people. And I which it's... I can't say that I argue with this. Way more, I feel like you see way more peen than you do, like, lady vagines. You know what I'm saying? A lot more peen um, than vagines. But there was a dude at the very beginning, at the grandmother's funeral, 
The son, Peter, is going up to the grandmother to see her, and there's a dude in the corner fucking smiling at him. I love do that guy. Do you remember that? I do and remember I that. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's really like, smiling. He's he is like, like beaming. He is like pumped for this. And he's I'm like, a woman is dead. <laughs> he's like, like, you give, why are you giving this kid fuck me eyes? Right, it's weird. And then we see him again at the end during the whole cult and thing. He's, and I was like, ooh. And he is in the darkness. Like, you don't really see him too well. He's not very illuminated, but you can tell he's naked with his dick out. And, he's and smiling. He is still happy he what, is still really happy that's one of tony collette's multiple personalities by the way uh, this is the fat naked <laughs> naked guy uh da, 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 da. there was also like and and so the paranormal thing that i thought was weird so remember tony collette's the the son jumps out the window which i was like hey man you gotta do what you gotta do and then tony collette's body floats up to mm. the treehouse yeah. That was one where I was like, we're seeing it through his eyes, and then, mm-hmm. like, cause, 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 what the fuck? Like, that just felt like from from then on the movie, like the logic of the movie, parts of it, I was like, I can't tell what's mm-hmm. happening, you know? You were you were thrown by the illogicalness. Yeah. Mm. Um. I mean, I just kind of accepted it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> um. <laughs> illogical. Uh, Folks, Lily's just scrolling through her notes. I am because I took fucking notes, as I said. I just, you know, it's fine. I just don't want there to be any dead air. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you just keep talking. Sing the, sing the focus song. I'm almost done. I'm at the bottom of my notes. No, well. Now I'm just looking at things. Um, but how does the husband catch and yeah? Oh, somebody said this. I read online, which I really liked. It was, it wasn't Arias. It was like somebody that wrote an article about it, and they basically said, "Stop it." (laughs) They basically said, um. We are all products of families we didn't choose, histories we don't know, and circumstances we can't control. Which I thought was really cool and like a very interesting kind of point that this movie made. Like regardless of whether it's because of mental diseases or this weird cult that the grandmother put them in, like Tony Fuck you, man. Like, do you care? Like, are you like I'm trying to talk about this fucking movie? You drive me insane. Uh, (laughs) Like No, it's a good movie though. All right, well, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. Fuck you. And this movie was good. I liked it. I have a lot of interesting things to say. So, listeners, if you want to come talk to me about it, why don't you come fucking talk to me about it? Because Joe fucking sucks. <laughs> I was really tired today. I don't know. You drink your coffee, I'm man. Dr- I drink. It's all gone. Make another one. I'm right. sure the audience won't mind you leaving. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, folks. <laughs> folks. You know I give it. Fucking... You know I give it 110 percent usually, but I'm just Every a little, <laughs> just a little tuckered out today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. I thought it was a good movie. Joe ruined my fucking eloquent <laughs> point. That was eloquent as fuck. But you suck. And you I think you got it. the point across though, and it was pretty profound. And we, we all, yeah, we all, we all liked it. with this underneath. <laughs> that was. I was just appreciating your point. <laughs> That's what you fucking sound like. <laughs> You're the worst. Um. Oh. Folks, Lee's just scrolling through notes I think those are my. I think those are my notes because I've said everything that I could say. Although I was interrupted a couple times, it could have been really interesting. Could have gone into a nice conversation, but somebody didn't want to fucking who be part of it. Justin Timberlake. Okay. Um. All right. So he's a good actor, by the way. I would give this movie. I think I gave Midsummer a ten. So I'm gonna, I liked this better than Midsummer. Uh, so get what's it eleven? You can't do it. No. 
I, See, I want to give it a 10, but those those logical things that we just talked about, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to give it like a 9. It's like, if I could go... <sighs> yeah, you should round up or round down. Yeah. So... I guess I'll give it a 10. I'll give it a 10 because, and especially, for I thought it was beautiful, and I thought there was a lot of thought, like, thought and energy put into the way that it was shot and the way that it was done and the story overall even though it did seem like there were a couple inconsistencies i'll give it to them that it's possible that maybe i don't know maybe i'm missing something well i saw this movie a long time ago and uh, i've had a lot of time to process it i think i'll (laughs) give it a a 10 as well fucking thief (laughs) um all right all right, great. Okay. Folks, you're welcome to go back and look at the recap episode and decide for yeah, yourself. Yeah, maybe don't because who the recap. Is th- who is a thief of answers? <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't my finest episode, but whatever. Um, but yes, I really enjoyed this movie. I definitely, I recommend it, and I, I even recommended it to my mom and my sister who aren't big horror movie people, but because I think that the story that it tells dramatically is very interesting. Well, Lily, where can folks see this movie? I believe they... It's on Amazon right now. Ooh, Amazon Prime. So you can see it for free if you got that Prime membership. Amazon should give us money. Honestly? Yeah. Alright, folks, I think it's time to wrap it up. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Wait, did we say this is the real creeps? I don't know. Guys, oh man. <laughs> if, we, if we didn't say this is the real creeps before, this is the real creeps. I think that we should scrap this whole episode <laughs> and just start again. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine, no. it's fine, it's fine, no, it's fine. No, no. Guys, this is the real creeps. This has been Lily Giannone and Joe motherfucking Boyce. In the house. That's his middle name. In the house. This house. The, the, the model house for her. Uh, never mind. God damn it. <laughs> There's a bottle house in the movie. A bottle house? B- model. The audience can't understand you when you mutter like that, okay? <laughs> you, what are you saying, my mumble mouth? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're like a mumble chorus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the... No! Wait, okay, guys, we love you. We hope that you listen to us again soon. Um, we're hoping to get some guests on the epi- on the pod pretty soon. That Not sure exactly fun. when, but pretty soon. We got That'll some awesome movies because some awesome horror movies are That'll coming really out fun. soon. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, be <laughs> just a regular hoot nanny. It's going to be very fun when we get guests. It's going to be great. All right. We love you. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>